Hello, and welcome to the Intersectionality Research Hub podcast series from Concordia University. Episode 2. This episode features conversations on the topic of digital memorialization, funerary practices, making meaning of loss, interventions in grieving, and representations of death as part of our series documenting the 2018 fourth symposium of the Death Online Research Network. Steen Gottbed is from the University of Copenhagen. She is a culture and communications scholar and a co-founder of the Death Online Research Network. So Tina, Stina is here actually, um, she is the co-founder of the Death Online Research Network and was instrumental in producing a whole um, sort of survey of the field, identifying different sort of nodal points that require examination and interrogation, but also the in- tracing the implications of these different kinds of technologies. I'd like to ask, Steen, h- how do you see this whole growing, burgeoning field? As very important, first and foremost, and then also as very dispersed, because we are so many interested in the death online that sometimes it's really hard to get an overview, because we have a lot of different disciplines, a lot of different uh, universities, of course, uh, a lot of different interests and a lot of different technologies that people use in their everyday life coping with death. So what are some of the main trajectories in the existing research field that you can identify that merit? Yeah, I I think that's really a hard question because it seems like uh, ordinary people use every every kind of available technology to express themselves in their need to deal with this as such and and so we get everything from from facebook posts to vlogs to uh, different kinds of hidden forums to chat forums to longer narrative stretching on blogs and it's very hard to say but it seems like there's a huge need to communicate about the experience of being close to death either being diagnosed yourself or having one of your closest one diagnosed or lost in an accident. How and what do you uh, attribute this need to the need to be able to the need to express and talk about death? I think we in at least in in the western world are on a move away from uh, the taboo of talking about death. Uh, the, the sociologist Tony Walter talks about that we are returning to a more community-like way of dealing with this. So, so we are in, in the need of the social to deal with this stuff. Whereas we, for at least since Freud, have been pushing it away and not giving it any space and uh, just saw it as something to, to uh, move through and let go, I think the expression was. So, so I think there's a new readiness to start talk about it and a need to talk about it. And it connects to, I think, the, the whole uh, social media boom for the last 15 years that we are getting more and more used to share. That I, 
I share, therefore I am, or I share, therefore I feel. And sometimes you you have to share to feel. So so we have this uh, mixture of sharing and feeling and experiencing. This culture of connectivity. Yeah. Would you link this culture of connectivity to secularization? Not necessarily. I think you have a lot of, of different religious uh, forums as well. So, so it's more about uh, uh, infusion of technology into the most intimate part of, of, of everyday life. In your um, estimation, what do you think are the most sort of common technologies used by people to talk about death? Well, that's a hard answer because it seems like most people do have a Facebook account But on the other hand, it's not the Facebook account that are used primarily to talk about death. So I think we find it everywhere. And some of them are in close groups on, on Messenger or on uh, WhatsApp, or it could be uh, just having an email conversation, or it could be a support network of, of uh, otherwise unknown, uh, unknown to each other uh, strangers talking together about the experience of losing a child, for example. So, so the platform in itself isn't that important. The important thing is to connect with like-minded or people with the same kind of experience or having that kind of social support. Okay. Is there anything that you would add to uh, for a general audience that's interested in issues around death and te death technologies? Yeah, don't be aware to talk about it. Don't I, be afraid to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Don't, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's We have to talk about death because we will all experience it sooner or later. Not our own death will not necessarily be aware of, but we will lose somebody close to us sooner or later. And being prepared and not being afraid for dealing with stuff like that because it is a trauma. It is hard to lose, but it's easier when you are doing it in a social context that you have something, somebody to, to talk with. Do you think that in part the whole sort of movement towards uh, talking about and sharing death experiences is linked to the, a wider sense of anxiety uh, given the current uh, contemporary conditions? And I'm thinking here particularly in terms of how um, some theorists have argued that even the, the very sort of pervasiveness and prevalence of cancer, for instance, has, uh, as an epidemic, has generated a certain kind of anxiety about death because this is no longer the good death. This is a death that is uh, unwelcome, um, that is troubled. Mm. I, we're talking about patterns that big that I wouldn't dare to do any kind of, of uh, uh, what you call it? Cause and effect. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think it's the in-between. Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much, Steen. You're welcome. Intersectionality is a term coined by black feminist legal theorist Kimberly Crenshaw to explain how people at the intersection of different marginalized identities are invisibilized, ignored, and or subjugated by power. The Intersectionality Research Hub is a project headed by Professor Yasmin Diwani with financing by Concordia University. You can find more information on Facebook or at intersectionalityhub.ca or by coming to visit us in person at Concordia.